Welcome everybody to the One Leg at a Time podcast. I'm your host Mike with J Block and Sue. We're going to be discussing the second half of the Clemson versus Ohio State game. All right. Just like I predicted in the first half, defense for Clemson came out swinging, forced two turnovers from Fields. And also I predicted they were going to use ETM out of the backfield, and look what happened. Ran right up the field for a touchdown. Jay, your thoughts? Saturday games I've watched this year in college football. Um, we saw um, the result of the Crimson roster able to take uh, the hits every quarter from uh, Ohio and come back swinging. We saw them commit to the ground game with NTN and the tri- Trevor Lawrence using his uh, elusive skills. Um, in the earlier podcast, I wasn't 100% right, but I I, I was pretty close. They did put a heavy, uh, a heavy push point on the run game. Like, and also, since now we know who's going to be the college uh, finals, I still think LSU's going to come away with it, but it's not going to be a blowout like a home LSU game. Because St. Trevor won't be able to keep them in the game, but I don't think they'll be able to match Burrow. Yeah, I think out of all the teams, I hate to say it, but I think Clemson has the best shot of beating LSU. Um, Clemson, uh, you just saw it, has one of the best defensive units in the country. They forced top quarterbacks to turn the ball over. They said Fields had one interception all year. They got two tonight. I don't think think LSU has seen a defensive front or defensive minds as Brett Venables. Definitely think that that uh, it's not going to be a cakewalk for LSU. And I think it's just hard to go against Trevor Lawrence and a program that hasn't lost a game in over two years. Uh, defending national champs, I, I, I don't know. It's just going to be a closer game than I think a lot of experts predict. I still think a lot of experts are predicting that wave, just and LSU plays in the SEC. But, I mean, last year everyone thought that Alabama was going to smoke Clemson. Like this year they think LSU is going to smoke Clemson. And I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be, a, like say, one-possession game, and I think LSU doesn't have the better quarterback. Out of all the college quarterbacks, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence out of all of them. So that's my opinion. Nothing wrong with LSU. I just think they don't have enough skills and they don't have the right mindset that LSU, that Clemson has. And I think it's just going to be – I think Clemson can win the national championship again. You guys' thoughts? This game was rigged on Twitter. I really don't see it. I don't understand. Yeah, the fumble, 
that was overturned. It was a bad call. It was, but that happens. To say that Vegas had in this game is so asinine. And on top of that, when there's actually is a rigged game, your opinions are going to be illegitimate because you say stupid things like that. That makes no. There was no way outside that call. There was no other really terrible officiating mistakes. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty well officiated game the whole time. How could you say that's rigged when Ohio State was up what, sixteen nothing in the first quarter? They were up big. Well, they were up by one or two possessions in the first quarter. And, well, people are going to complain about every call. That was not a completed pass. People are like, oh, he made a football move. Since when is a football move getting drilled in the back from a corner? That's not a football move. I'm sorry. Guy, even the commentator, he's like, oh, it's a fumble. Then one guy step in. It's like, hang on, guys. Didn't make a football move. Football move isn't getting tackled from behind. I'm sorry. In real time, he had the ball for like a second. And he was like... It's slow motion. It's going to look worse than it actually is. And they had to look at real time. And they, they determined, you know what? Real time, he had it for less than a second. That's not a football move. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Jay? Uh, you can talk, Jay. Uh, no, I just think that, uh, yeah, I don't think that why people would say that this game was rigged. I, that was a close call. You know, they, that's that's a tough rule that's kind of gone back and forth, the no-catch-catch rule. And, you know, you, you can't say that there was outside forces influencing the way the, the officials handled that. So I, I really think they made a call that they thought was in their best judgment. And there's nothing really, there's nothing really to say that could change, I mean, change what the rules are. I mean, there's a worse call today that the officials missed in the earlier game between LSU and the pass interference that wasn't called, so I don't hear anyone complaining about that, but and what are your thoughts on that call? My thoughts on that call, um, like you said earlier, in slow motion, everything looks, everything looks bad, or everything looks good. If you're going out to real world time, and I personally agree with the, the overturning of the ball. That's good. Uh, yeah, like, like people, I mean, it's not a football move getting drilled in the back. It's people that are Twitter warriors think that they know everything about football. Um, it just came down that Clemson was the better team at the end of the day. I mean, they have a better coach than Ohio State, better quarterback than Ohio State. They have a great defense. Saw it. They have a great defensive coordinator. He's going to call plays. He's going to pressure your quarterback. I, I definitely think this national championship is going to be exciting. But I also think it's not going to be a blowout, everyone thinks, for LSU. Clemson's not a team to be sleeping on. I spe- I, I'm from South Carolina. I get all the updates. Dabo will have his guys ready. He will have them ready. He's riding that wave that they're underdogs. All year, they've been getting dissed by the committee. They should have been number one. They're undefeated for two years, defending national champs, getting walked all over by the committee. He will have them ready, and he will try to upset LSU. What do you guys think about that? Well, for number one, because he went to overtime with North Carolina. But other than that, I mean, they have no quality wins. I mean, this is their most quality win up to this point. I mean, who would they 
and not number one, obviously, because their best win is against number 24 in Virginia. So, I mean, unfortunately for them, they'll, they'll never be probably a number one ranked team in the next coming years just because of how weak the conference is. But other than that... But, um, hey, you got to give credit where credit's due. They're hanging with the big boys, and they beat them when they play them. I give them that. Like I said it in the first podcast. Don't never get the one seed. I yeah, said it in the first the podcast. Least the next couple of years, as long as the ACC remains well, as weak as it we is. can all agree, ACC is the worst Power Five conference. I mean, Clemson's yeah. gonna dominate that until until like one of the teams gets better recruiting class than them. But with that, like I said in the first podcast, since they blow out their competition and their starters get benched, their team will be well rested. They have the most depth. A player goes down, a person has game experience on that team. You saw it tonight with the receivers. Until Higgins and Ross, they got they both got hurt. People had to step up. So it's just they, they have a really deep team. And I feel like I get it. They're, I don't like Clemson. I think that if they played in a big conference, they would not be here. But like I said, they play with the big boys. They get the wins they need. They have the best quarterback in college football, one of the best coaches, one of the best defensive coordinators. It's just hard to bet against them of all, so much they have done in such a small amount of time. And, I mean, this is they're going to be playing for their third net or what is it, the fourth national championship since this playoff has been made. So, I mean, they've been in it. They know how to experience it. They know how to win it. It's going to be tough to bet against them. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah so I, I think this is going to be a decent game. I, I thought it, no matter who won, whether it was Ohio City or Clemson, I, I, thought, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, both those teams are light years above the talent Oklahoma has, at least on the defensive side of the ball. Um, that's another thing that needs to be brought up is the big 12 teams. Every time Oklahoma comes in, or whether it be another Big 12 team, their defenses are just not at the level to play against the other big schools. I mean, you see it in the Big 12 every game. They're putting up 50-plus points. For some reason, whatever it may be, defense doesn't really exist in that conference, and there needs to be changes. I mean, there needs to be changes for any Big 12 team that have a shot at at winning a national title. To me, I feel like the, the best chance that Oklahoma had to win a national championship was the last year, Baker's senior year. Uh, they had a 70-point lead against Georgia. They blew it. They lost an OT. Uh, I think that was the best year for them to try to win it, in all honesty. That had, that's like when they had like the last good defense or decent defense. Uh, yeah. Uh, and what's your opinion on this game or, or the championship game? Um, I personally, I mean, I'm not beginning off the topic, but all the players who need to clear for draft, these, these little two games definitely helped a bunch of people. That's why wow. people moved up. I, I definitely think that uh, Isaiah Simmons raised his stock up tonight. Trevor Lawrence yeah, is just adding to being the number one pick in a year, if he declares. Joe Burrow just solidifies. Joe Burrow is. I feel like Joe Burrow is the classic case of a one hit wonder in college. 
He's playing against, like, come on. You got to admit, Oklahoma's defense is garbage. So, I mean, like, we had, we had third-string Baylor quarterbacks putting up, like, touchdowns on them. So, I, I mean, seven touchdowns against Oklahoma's defense is basically playing a handicap team on that end of the ball. So, it's, been, it's not literally yet too impressive. Uh, I'll give him credit for piecing up both Auburn and Alabama the way he did. Um, I think his skill set kind of speaks for itself. I don't think he's... He reminds me... I know a lot of people have been saying this, but he reminds me of Carson Wentz a little bit in both their mobility. They've, they're very similar in their play style. You know, I, I think he's going to be a solid quarterback in the NFL. I think he, if you're Cincinnati at this point, I think he's your definite number one pick. So you have a match with Carson Wentz. I feel as him more of an Alex Smith game manager. I don't, I don't think he's going to be like the the greatest quarterback. I don't think he has the it factor. I think he can manage an offense pretty well. I mean, LSU is typically has one of the better wide receiver schools in college football. Uh, we'll see what happens. He's gonna. He's definitely gonna be a bangle unless something odd happens. Um, I just want to see what he's gonna do. Um, I mean, it's it's like I said. I think he's gonna be a one hit wonder, or he can cap out as an Alex Smith, just a game manager. Don't see anything anything better than that. I want to go out on eleven. What? I'm gonna say to me, I'm still Burke was type of player. Uh, so he's just gonna be a pocket. No, he's mo. He's too mobile to be Philip Rivers. Bill Burris can literally, like, sit in the pocket. He has all the stats. He won't be able to win the big one in the professionals. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I think Isaiah Simmons just cemented himself as a glorified top five pick. And he deserves it. He played balls to the wall. Uh, I think J.K. J.K. Dobbins... Raised his stock up. I, I feel like he could be he could be a late he could be a mid to late first rounder and second early second the latest depending on where the running backs declare. Uh, personally, to me, I feel like J.K. is going to get overhyped because he plays in the Ohio State offense and they have a pedigree of running backs. I think the the two top ten, uh, two top running backs I have is going to be E.T.M. as you saw what he did tonight, and also Chuba Hubbard out of Oklahoma State. Like, those guys have better production, but like I said, there's teams that you can draft a running back in the third and fourth round and be pro bowlers. Yeah, he's the, he's the best running back right now. Uh, but like I said, I, I think my guys, I mean, you look at a lot of running backs nowadays, you draft a running back second, third round, they're basically just as good as second round picks. Or I mean, uh, first round picks. A running back. I mean, you're going to get this is a solid running back class. It's just going by, I'm kind of having a preference to my two guys. I feel like ETM ETM is managed more. He doesn't put up as much stats as DeAndre. But I mean, he's in a different offense. And I think Chubba Hubbard is just a beast. So that's my opinion. Uh, a lot of these guys that are good, that they get overshadowed. I mean, Swift plays in the SEC. He's going to get a lot of hype because they have the better teams. But you got to look at a lot of other running backs. Look, look, we had, saw when uh, who came out? Kareem Hunt came out of Toledo. No one knew who he was, and he became a pro bowler. So, it, like I said, it just depends on the work ethic and what kind of system they're in. Who, who else do you think raised their stock tonight, Jay? Um, I really want to kind of raise his stock because he's kind of already out there. But, um, I think Chase Young's zero sacks 
in like the past what is it, probably in ten plus quarters has uh, I think that's kind of misleading. Uh, you saw what he kind of did today. He was he was in the back. Yeah, he's he's a one man record. Trevor, and I think that's more of a credit to Trevor Lawrence's ability to read defenses and get the ball out. Um, but he, he's obviously up there. All right. Uh, Whose stock? Yeah, who, all right, guys. Whose stock has fallen in this game? I don't think you can say anyone here. Really yeah, I, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a couple game. guys. Justin Fields' stock has dropped. I, I can't agree with that. Fields definitely dropped. Uh, well, uh, I feel like uh, Ross and Higgins they dropped. I think a lot of teams in the NFL are going to have durability questions about them. I mean, they came back, but, I mean, in the NFL, going to be getting it's going guys that 300 pounds, they can run a, a 4 five forty. So, it's going to be a lot tougher when you go to the big boys. When he first came back, he did drop a couple balls, which I was like, who he was hyped up to be, he can't be doing that. Yeah, he, he, he did. He did drop a ball that ended. That was the first down and ended the Clemson drive. All right, Jay, you were speaking. Yeah. So I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say Justin Fields' stock really dropped tremendously. I think he played a pretty decent game. Um, that last interception. That was that an awful probably throw. wasn't his fault. Awful that, throw. Yeah, it was probably a solid miscommunication there. See, my dad has it the best. I feel like Fields, or he, he said the same thing on, on our FaceTime before. Fields will run first and not look downfield. And that was one of the problems. That last drive, he took the slide. You cannot take the slide there. You have to either throw it up or move up in the pocket. You cannot take the slide. Guarantee you there's probably an open receiver, but he doesn't trust his arm on the run. Situation, he kind of did get forced out. He was moving straight up. He didn't have any. All right, room let me ask you a question. I think Let me ask you a question. He thought it was the best option, but how many times in this game did we see Trevor Lawrence step up in the pocket and deliver a dart on the run? Yeah, but Trevor Lawrence is a different quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, if people, Trevor Lawrence was even I, considered I for Heisman. Like I said, I think Trevor Lawrence, Clemson is going to have the it factor. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in college right now. The best. Yeah. It's hard to bet against him. I wouldn't even say him or Joe would be. No, Joe, Joe is not. I, if, if, you, if you're telling me if you're an NFL GM and you have Burrow or you have Trevor Lawrence on the board, you're going to take Joe Burrow over Trevor Lawrence. No, I would take Trevor Lawrence. I think exactly. Trevor Lawrence is going to translate better to the NFL. And LSU, like, you gotta, like I said before, Clemson, they do play in the ACC. I mean, I'm not a Clemson fan by whatever, but they dominated their opponents, and they proved tonight against a really good Ohio State team that they can play. They can play, and they have playmakers to do what they do. Dabo's going to have them ready. He's going to be rowing that boat saying they're – they picked against you. You're the underdog, and he's going to ride that wave just like he's done every single national championship they won. What yeah. do I say about that? Uh, I agree with that. I mean, I think they're in for still a tough game. I mean, I, I picked last time, 
every time they played Bama in the national championship, I picked Bama to win. Um, and now it's a different, this is the same conference, and they have the same problem, they're going to be the underdog. I still who I think is going to win. I do think, I do still think I was going to win this game. I'm sorry, I'm just watching the highlights of this right now, but I do think LSU is going to win this game. Uh, I just think it's a little bit too much for them to deal with. Uh, speaking, speaking of the highlights, it's just going to be a little too much for them. Everything that Tigers, or that the both Tigers, but the LSU Tigers are going to bring up them. All right. So this is getting off the topic a little bit, but what do you guys think of that helmet to helmet on Trevor Lawrence? And then the uh, no no touchdown call that J.K. Dobbins in the end zone. I believe it was J.K. What do you guys think of those calls? Helmet to helmet hit, that's tough because he, Trevor Lawrence did drop his head on that play a little bit, but you have to have the awareness at the same point to understand to lift your head up. He did come in with his the crown helmet facing down. It did land on his head and fire roll that's targeting. But I, I don't think I feel like they should they should change that rule a little bit. What's your, what are your view point on that in? Um a change the rule I mean, Well I, I, I mean I get the rule I get I mean, with the well, down, with the with the way the, the game playing you know it's not the nineteen seventies you know, play the season against number 10. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. Contact, you know. I get that, though. But, like, what I'm coming from is I get it's targeting, all right? But that play, do you see that on that play, he deserved to get ejected for making a tackle on the quarterback like that? I feel like there should be different levels of targeting. Like, what the targeting in the Oklahoma game, all right, he, he dove right into the guy's head. That's targeting. I mean, if it's a close call, hits the crown and helmet, he should get a warning second time he's out. Uh, that's that's a soft that's a soft targeting penalty in my opinion. I mean, you can yeah. tell there's a difference yeah. between maliciously yeah. trying to hurt someone and just being the wrong spot at the wrong time. And the, yeah, I, I agree with the severity of it. Um, that that should be the determining factor in an injection. I think that should have been a penalty, no matter if you view it as targeting or just unnecessary roughness. But that um, I, I honestly. I'm still watching that uh, that fumble came up right here, but I do think that uh, that targeting call was still it's still un- it's unnecessary. Like, it's like in the purgatory. It's in the purgatory of calls. And what's your opinion on that? Ejection, you know, a automatic ejection for the game is looking a little harsh. That ball, maybe you know, you know, obviously. Penalty, uh, but you know, like you said, warning once, and after that, like I, I don't know. I, I just feel like the football's getting soft nowadays, and it's just it's hard because like a player's trying to give all he can. It could be his last game in college with his, his teammates before he goes to NFL. It's like that's just a soft way to go. Like I get, I get player safety, but I mean. He, he did kneel down. It's not like you're maliciously trying to take his head off. So it's like at one point you say, all right, man, maybe just give him a warning based on the severity. Now, if he's diving into his head, 
that's a different story. But I've seen helmet to helmets not called where the guy gets hit so hard that the paint off his helmet gets ripped off, and then that doesn't get called. So I mean, it's just it's just it's a tough it's a tough scenario. Uh, as for that J.K. Dobbins catch and drop in the end zone, um, I think that's one thing NFL teams are going to be having a tough question on is can he catch the ball? Because he had a lot of drops in this game that cost them points. I think he had a catch. I thought J.K. played a pretty solid game outside of that. He had a good rushing game. He didn't have a good catching game. We'll get that. He's a, he's a beast in a run game. They used him in the flat a lot in that last two minutes in, in that entire fourth quarter. But um, no, he's explosive. He can make a lot of plays out of the backfield. Yeah, I still like him out of that. You know, but he's definitely not going to go as a receiver. I don't think that's necessarily indicative of him as a player because I think he still is one of the best backs in in college right now. So, but he does need to make some certain plays. Yeah, I mean, that, that play, oh, I just watched the interception by Fields. That ball was so badly thrown. The receiver was not even in the vicinity of the ball. That was the worst throw I've ever seen uh, Fields throw. I think the receiver either got his foot tangled on that or he just decided to change route, change his route for some reason. Why would you change your route mid, mid route? He just he probably got pressured and he choked and threw it. Ohio State, the classic case. They can never win. Never win. I love it, though. I'm a Penn State guy, so I love that they lost. Let's go. All right. Uh, any closing thoughts from you guys? And about you? Nothing really. I mean, it kind of went the way I thought it would probably go. All right. Only thing I'm going to say is I think Clemson is going to take down, and all the LSU fanboys are going to be upset. Um, but like I said, it's tough to bet against a team that's been there so many times and won it twice a couple years. They've taken down a lot worse teams, a lot more feared teams than LSU. Uh, they, I mean, they did wax Alabama last year. So, I mean, every team that's saying, oh, they're going to get waxed, uh, they did the same thing to a better Alabama team last year. So that, that's my closing statement. Um, we're probably going to have a in-depth podcast about the championship game later on. We'll have more stats, more breakdowns. It's been One Leg at a Time podcast with your host, Mike, Jay, and Soup. We're signing off. See you later.